if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, great news for you. Egg prices are crashing. Why? Well, the bird flu is under control, so there are way more eggs to sell. Second, if you want to take a break from cooking tonight, Domino's is offering 50% off any pizza you order online now through June 11th. Huh, what's the uh, what's the occasion? That's I pretty didn't sweet. find an occasion. Yeah, huh. I, just, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> Don't question off. it, just get yeah. the pizza. They kept calling it any half-off menu-priced pizza. So I guess maybe they have certain bargains that run all the time. Hmm. So it doesn't apply to that, but they're menu-priced pizzas. And finally, in the world of food... Cheez-Its opened a pop-up gas station in Southern California, but instead of pumping gas, the pumps spray bags of Cheez-Its through your car window for free. (laughs) They even have Cheez-Its merchandise for sale. It's in Joshua Tree, California, if you're on a road trip and you want to stop and get some free Cheez-Its. It just sprays them into your car, Mm -hmm. like all over the backseat and just the spewing Cheez-Its It's a kid's dream come true. They're in bags. Oh, so well, not that mom may, and dad's okay. worst nightmare. Now the visual yeah. is very different because yeah. I was just like, who's going to clean that up? <laughs> Coming up, if you're in the mood for a good love story, boy, do we have a good one for you. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Are you in the mood for a good love story? Two teenagers who dated in high school lost touch and recently reignited their romance. You ready for this? 63 years later. Caroline and Eddie just became newlyweds after, and they feel like teenagers again, even though they're both in their early 80s. Caroline would have married Eddie if he had just asked, but he had other priorities like joining the ROTC at the University of Tennessee. So Caroline went on to become Miss Nashville, married somebody else, became an interior designer, wrote for a magazine, wrote a novel. Uh, They both have been longtime widows when they got back together and Caroline is still amazed. Miraculous that we found our love again. We ask God all the time, why did you do this? And now we know to take care of each other. Isn't that such a beautiful Aww. love story? They really are. I saw a video of them, Kevin. They, they're acting like teenagers again. She's like, when, when she first saw him, it, it took her breath away. I've said this a million times. There are two kinds of people in this world. Those who hear that story and go, aw, and then people like my wife would go, you better not get married if I tell you. <laughs> you better not reunite with your high school Oh, oh we, it's, we just had that conversation last <laughs> night. I'm not kidding. We just did. But their spouses have long been gone. They had very happy, healthy marriages, but they're in heaven. Honestly, so why not? I tell her this and she thinks I'm just placating her, but it's it's God's honest truth. If she were to, pa- if she were to pass away, heaven forbid, tomorrow, I, w- I would not remarry. Uh, she's she's the one. That's it. I would be happy Sweet. just with my kids, grandkids, the rest of my life, my dogs. I'd be good to go. I'd be totally fine with Glenn remarrying if I died tomorrow yeah. today. Tracy would not be okay with it, and it's a good thing we were paired together because I have no interest in anyone else because yeah, she's the one. Out. She's the one for me. Why why would I settle for second best after I've already been Aww. had the one that God intended for me? It just doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm happy for that lady, and I know there's lots of people who hear that story and they're like you go, oh. I think for it's me, so sweet. For me and Trace, we're just like, hmm. <laughs> if I found out, oh, I've never entertained this thought in my life. If I found out my mom met someone now mm-hmm. that my dad's in heaven, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. 
<laughs> that would be crazy. I could, see, I could help I you through that. I could see that in a million years. My mom was married four times. I could totally help you through that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad Aldi sells Father's Day cards in five packs. <laughs> <laughs> You ever look back on those days when you were a really young mom or dad and go, how did we do that? How did we pull that off? Mm. We're going to talk about that next. You ever look back on things that you pulled off as a young parent and you and your other half and you're like, how did we do that? How did we have the energy for that? Kev, I think you're going to see yourself in this story big time. A friend of mine, she um, she has a son who's nine a five-year-old son, a three-year-old daughter, and just had a newborn baby in March. And because uh, uh, her dad lives in Orlando, they were able to stay with dad and dad's got connections at work and they got free tickets and they were able to take their kids on a trip to Disney World. That's the only way they could afford it was okay. thanks to dad. And she's got this little baby, this newborn couple months old who needs to be nursed all the time Mm -hmm. and she's got very needy nine five and three-year-olds with her and um, she was so honest I loved the one post she put from their vacation she called it the road trip from hell (laughs) (laughs) I think overall they had a really really good time but loading up that many littles in in the truck and going on a road trip, I think it was just like it felt like forever till they finally got That's there. That's a lot. Yeah. But I just I look at her, I'm like, how do you have the energy for this? I mean, you're like you're like feeding a baby with the calories that you take in and you're having to stop and nurse and you're having to show love to all these little kids. And it was just, I mean, I know her husband jumped in and was a huge help too, but still. Yeah. He, I, he I can't just, handle the nursing duties. <laughs> nope. I'm just blown. I'm just I'm so, have so much admiration and respect that they were, mm. you know, any, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, no way. We're not taking a newborn. Mm. But she's like, Off I want it went. to be a great summer for my older kids and we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, those road trips. I got a good road. Road, tri- road trip story coming up next. Talking about the road trips with the family. Boy, we did those a ton when our kids were little. Uh, we used to, uh, we'd rent a cabin up in the mountains or go to the beach. And when we did that, it was always a budget trip. And we would pack the van full of first, you know, all our suitcases and stuff. And if we were going to the beach, we had four kids, which meant we had to take 17 boogie boards. I don't know why. <laughs> But we would take all this stuff and our dogs and food for the week. So it was just like the minivan was about to bust. So so much so much so that sometimes we would take two cars. Like Tracy would be with the girls in the minivan and it'd be me and Kyle in the car and we'd have the dogs in the car with us and they'd have everything in the minivan. I mean, it was just like what did what, what how what did we t- I can't even remember what we took with us now that it took so much space up. To take everything. But my daughter Amber and I took a picture of the back of the minivan one time because we fit it all in. It was like a Tetris project. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like stuff everywhere. We're like, okay, hopefully this door is going to shut. Oh, that was always my dad's job, loading up the station wagon. Why we never got one of those things to put on top of the van? I don't know. Like a, We you know, had a, a car carrier. top carrier. I think it's because our fear of that I wouldn't secure it right and our stuff would be... <laughs> All over the highway yeah. somewhere, somewhere the strap would give and we'd have our clothes and stuff everywhere all over the highway. But man, those those family road trips. Now you can look back and laugh at them 
at the time, especially one time, oh man, one time the AC went up on us halfway to our destination and it was, oh, it was only like 97 degrees and 100% humidity with 17 people in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So I I probably wouldn't admit this to strangers, but since we're all friends here, I'm going to share. We've had something in our house that's needed to be fixed for quite a while now. Uh, I don't know if you remember over the years I've talked about those stories we had of of they call them pinhole leaks mm-hmm. in our plumbing where yeah. just out of the blue, all of a sudden you'd see like a wet spot on the wall or something. And sure enough, they cut into the drywall and there's a, a little they, tiny, tiny leak just sprouting a little bit of water mm. out of the piping. So we had those repaired probably, I don't know, eight or nine times. I mean, it was a wow. lot. And you'd find out it was too late. You'd find out the drywall was soaked, so they'd have to cut the drywall and replace the pipe. And after doing that eight or nine times, we're like, okay, we've had enough. What's the solution? Well, you can repipe the whole house. Mm. Which, that sounds expensive. Yeah. As you can imagine, that ain't cheap. But it also isn't cheap to have eight or nine, you know, hundred or two hundred dollar repairs every few months. So we were like, bit the bullet. We're like, okay, let's do this. It's not just the expense. They have to cut holes in the walls and in the ceiling in certain parts of your house to be able to thread the pipe through. And they put in this like plexus, plexi stuff that's real flexible. So they don't have to like if it was like the old days, they would have probably had to do a lot more cutting and removing of drywall than they did. So we've been living. Most of the holes are hidden like in the garage or in the back of the bathroom or something like that. They're not in sight of a visitors would come or whatever, but we have had one spot in our ceiling uh, in the like little breakfast nookie area where there's a big piece of the ceiling's been gone, but it was like during COVID and no one was coming by anyway. And we thought, okay, this is the repair, but what if there is another problem? Let's leave it for a while in case so they don't have to cut everything out again and they can get to it. And sure enough, we had another problem. One of the little joists things they didn't seal correctly. We had another problem. So thank goodness we didn't get it repaired. But it's been over like a year and a half since then. So we're pretty sure this is done. It's it's good to go. We finally, finally got an estimate on repairing the drywall. Nice. All, all over the house. And the fact that you even have someone willing to do the work is a big deal, too. Yeah, well, we've been telling people, like, if they come over, like, that's interesting, your ceiling there. Because you come in the kitchen, you can see it. It's a big gaping, like, you can see the rat, I don't know what you call them, the support beams and stuff and the plumbing. It's all right there. We're like, oh, yeah, it's the latest. They're doing, doing this. Uh, it's really <laughs> taking hold in New York City. This exposed plumbing's the thing now. That's awesome. <laughs> so we are finally... Finally, after a, uh, probably about two years of living with a hole in our ceiling, hashtag adulting, we're biting the bullet, paying mm-hmm. it, getting it fixed. Hey, do you know someone who is desperately trying to find a place to live? Coming up, Home Depot is selling DIY home kits. Do you know someone who is desperately trying to find a place to live? Maybe they want to rent a house and it's too expensive or the apartment won't allow pets. Well, check this out. Home Depot is selling tiny home kits. They call it a quaint 540 square foot getaway pad and it'll set you back (laughs) $4,400. It includes one bedroom and a spiral staircase to an optional deck. But the unit will cost you more to complete with the design uh, of windows, doors, other finishings. They say tiny homes have gained newfound interest over the last year as Gen Z and millennial home buyers face a competitive housing market. My son has a friend that lives in a tiny home. He he and his better half bought it 
and put it on his mom's farm. So they keep all their stuff at mom in mom's house. Oh, funny! No <laughs> and, storage unit and costs. They, right, and they live in the tiny house on the That's property. That's fascinating. Yeah, they say crazy? it's happening more and more. When your kids are super little, you've probably noticed this. They can be way too honest, <laughs> saying things that probably would be better left unsaid. We're going to talk about that next. You know what it's like as a parent? Those moments where your kids are just uh. Like a little too honest. He wished they knew how to nuance things a little bit. Uh, we got to hang out with my cousin Jason the other night, and um, he's got a little boy who just—he's like—he was such a proud dad. He goes, "Hey, did you hear? Did you see on social media? Did you hear Henry graduated from preschool?" And we're like, "Yeah, that's so great! Congratulations!" And he said, "Yeah, they filled out one of those things like for for the end of the school year, like." My, I love it when my dad does this and my mom is great when she does this. And one of the things I had to fill out, Kev, was um, my favorite thing that my mom cooks. Okay. And Henry wrote orange chicken. And that is the chicken they get frozen at Trader Joe's. <laughs> so all the work that his mama puts in into making home-cooked healthy meals when she's had a stressful day of teaching and she pulls out the orange chicken from Trader Joe's, that's when Henry's finally happy. Wow. <laughs> Jason was like, we felt like. Wow, parenting win. Have have you had the Trader Joe's orange chicken? It is pretty good. I have not tried it (laughs) yet. Not bad. (laughs) I guess Henry's got good taste. (laughs) I think so, right? But for mom, outdone by Trader Joe's. (laughs) So we're talking about kids. They do say the darndest things. A lot of times it's that they lack context. And maybe you can remember who this was, Taylor. I think it might have been a coworker. Uh, They were playing with their kid, like roughhousing with their kid. Kid falls and gets like a black eye or something Something like that. I can't remember what it was. Maybe even a broken bone. But they go to the they go to the doctor, like the ER, and the doctor says, because they have protocols now where they want to know what's going on, how did this happen? My mom pushed me. <laughs> and it started all kinds of pro- questions Yikes. and problems and they're yeah, <laughs> and it Not was and they were just they were just playing but yeah. because of the world we live in nowadays it was questions and social workers and oh, all kinds man. of stuff why are you pushing your child we were playing hide and go seek <laughs> it is so hard to get little kids to nuance they don't understand and like my sister they're too, was they're too darn honest <laughs> yeah when my sister's um little little kid she had a boy and a girl and when they were really little she had some trouble with like some health issues and her hair was falling out mm-hmm. and so she decided to try wearing a wig for a while Okay, and she was trying to explain to her littles you don't have to tell everyone that mommy's wearing a wig and they go but mommy that's lying <laughs> and she's trying to say no like by eliminating information you don't it's not lying you're just not saying everything right like you don't run around telling everyone the color of your underwear, do you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say everyone knew my sister was wearing a wig. <laughs> if you do good, you'll feel good. Hmm. Kids and teenagers who volunteered feel better mentally and physically, according to brand new research. Oh yeah, I believe that. Teens who volunteered over the past year were in better physical health, had more a positive outlook on life. And they were less likely to exhibit anxiety, depression, or behavior problems compared to kids who didn't volunteer. In fact, the research was so strong 
that it went on to encourage families to volunteer together. Hmm, no kidding. Yeah. That's really good. Every time you do it, you feel great, right? Definitely. Every time you get involved with helping something, it just it expands your world, makes you mm-hmm. feel like you're making a difference, doing something nice for somebody. Coming up, what would you say are some of the main minor mishaps in your life? What are some of the top minor mishaps in your everyday life? Hmm. Like, would you, uh, would you say spilling coffee? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you drink more coffee than yeah. anyone? I've got a pretty good one I can share with you in a minute. The average person experiences 84 minor mishaps a year, according to a new poll. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my life. Uh, the most common ones include texting the wrong person, mm. saying hi to a total stranger. That's not a mishap. If you think it's someone you know it is. No, that's hey, fun. Hey, you. Hey, what are you, what's going on, man? You're not who I thought you were, but my name's Kevin. What's your name? That's what I do. Forgetting to put your phone on silent and trying to unlock your car before realizing it's not your car. <laughs> uh, laundry mistakes made the list too, like shrinking something and forgetting to cancel a subscription you never use so it renews again. Mm. That's another one. I I had that happen to me the other day. I was getting notifications that my credit card was expired. I was like, mm-hmm. good. Because I'm not renewing. Yeah. Somehow they they were renewed. I don't know. I haven't told my husband yet. First of all, I love how you said notifications instead of Did I say that? I was so yeah. I was so passionate about the story. I got a notification. Okay. That it was that my credit re- card was expired. We are all required to say notification from this day forward. Notification. And people will look at you and go, What? What did you say? <laughs> You know, a notification. <laughs> but I'm seriously, how did it renew if the card was expired? I didn't give them a new card. Because they Very want that baffled. fee. They want that annual fee. And you probably, in that big, long, you know, terms and conditions that we all check without reading, it probably said it in there. Said right? that you can go hunt for a new credit card? No, it said it'll automatically renew, even if you don't automatically renew. Even, even if my if credit card is expired? Even if it's ex- expiration means ah. automatic renewal. It, but yeah, I bet it said it in there so somewhere. Annoyed. I have a doozy of a mishap that I did just last night that I was going to talk about. It's perfect time to talk about it. I mean, this is one that even shocked me, <laughs> this mishap. So we're talking about life's little mishaps. If you have one, we would love to hear about it. Give us a call. I have a doozy. This one will be talked about in my family for years to come. At my funeral, they will tell this story about this mishap last night. Hmm. Tell you what I did. Still can't believe I did this. Next. So we've all done it. We'll, We'll have a mishap. It's completely our fault. And we go like, of course I did. That would only happen to me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But one I had last night, Taylor, this is going to go down in family history. Um, They'll they'll mention this story at my funeral. Now, we have five dogs. And one thing that we do to make sure that they're hydrated and get enough water is we keep a a dog dish outside. But it's got a big, it's like a five-gallon water tank. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, you fill it up. And then you put put the, the base on it. You screw it on. And then you... Take it outside and you flip it over. It refills automatically. Yeah, it refills automatically. That's so they neat. always have water when it, whenever they need it outside. Simple enough, right? So my wife brings it in. It's almost out of water. She brings it in and she puts this big tank in our sink. It's a big drop sink. And she said, when this fills up, turn the water off for me. I said, I'll, I'll turn it off and I'll put it on the base for you. I don't want you to have to lift that. She's like, okay. So it fills up. Turn the water off. The base is sitting right there. I pick it up and I don't know what I was thinking because I've done this a million times, Taylor. 
on the kitchen counter, I flip the thing over to put it on the base. And I forgot there's a little attachment that controls the flow that you have to mm-hmm. screw on to the bottom before you put it on the base. I did not put that on. So I basically dumped five. You flooded the kitchen. I did. It was like Niagara Falls. How many <laughs> towels did you need to get that up? Um, funny you should ask. Wow. One, see, three, four, five, seven. Fortunately, we had a bunch of bath towels that were in the in the dirty laundry, so I just grabbed oh, those and used those to clean clean up. Wow. But yeah, I mean, it was like water everywhere. Like I said, Niagara Falls in our kitchen. Did the dogs get wet? No, I did. The floor did, and it was it was it was so funny. It was like you couldn't do anything but laugh. Yeah, you know. So Tracy was honestly, she was a little irritated at first. Yeah, and I was like, "Come on, honey, it's not it's not like it was your cabernet or something. <laughs> it's, just, it's just water." She's probably thinking, "If I got if I want anything done right, I have to do it myself." Done right. Forget done right. If I don't want five gallons of water on my kitchen counter, and then because of that on my kitchen floor, I got to do. She got it. A, a free floor wash out of it. That's now that's a good way to look. Yeah. I wish I would have thought of that in the moment, but I didn't. But do you have any mishaps like that where you're just like, of course I did that. Only me. Only I would pull that off. Now I know you well enough to know that the most you're probably the most. I don't want to say clumsy because that sounds like I'm putting you down. Would you say that's accurate of you? Uh, or is klutzy more I accurate? I have uh, spatial issues. I, I run into walls. <laughs> I'm yeah. not clumsy. I'm spatially challenged. Thank you very much. I get my eyes checked now, so it's not that. <laughs> okay. So Yeah, there, we're talking about the main minor mishaps right, in your life. That's so how this all came up. You've got to have a good story. Yeah, I do. In fact, I was going to do this in a different context, and that is, what creative way did you hurt yourself Um, And so for me yesterday, I love, uh, by the way, the normal, normal people, it's like laundry mishaps, texting the wrong people, stuff like that. For me, I'm running in the woods, which I love to do. And all of a sudden I feel something drop out of the tree onto my head. And I thought, oh, it's probably just, you know, like a a piece of the branch or it's a, like a flower bud or something. Uh And so I go like this and I realize I got to get this off. And I, I shake and shake and a giant red ant like that big falls off and it had already stung me on my scalp and I'm highly allergic to any bug bites. So my head hurts today. And I, for our show, I put headphones on and off all show. Yeah. So it hurts every time I put my headphones on because of the ant bite. And I hope it doesn't start to itch because then everyone's going to think I have dandruff. So just a snowball effect of me just doing my deal, minding my business, running in the woods and an ant drops off a tree. I thought you were going to say everybody's going to worry. I have what is it? Uh, head lice. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I just went to dandruff. You know, red ants spread head lice, right? <laughs> nice try. Hopefully your kids would never be tempted to cheat at all on their homework with AI, artificial intelligence. But this seventh grader wasn't very savvy enough to be successful. He wrote verbatim in his own handwriting what the chat GPT spit out. So it said, (laughs) there's a screenshot floating around. As an AI language model, I don't have personal expectations or opinions. Whoops. Of course he got caught. And 
some are saying uh, they're weighing in on this seventh grader. Uh, he's got potential. Uh, that's what I'll say. Uh, some say IA doesn't work great for homework, but a lot of people swear by it working well for applying for jobs hmm. using AI. You think about AI, right? Remember when we were kids and... Um, uh, at least when I was a kid, it's when calculators had first become like a, a consumer item that you could, you know, you could buy and have in your pocket. And and your math teacher would go, you you need to show your work because you're never going to walk around with a calculator in your pocket. <laughs> and yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Where I've got a computer in my pocket. Much less. So I'm wondering all this talk about AI and what's it going to do and blah. Is it just going to become one of those things we're all so used to in the future, you know, that we're not even going to think twice about it? Yeah. You I wonder I mean? if it'll be like, um, you know how I always ask people like, oh, was that event as good as it looked on social media? That's my favorite question for friends. Mm-hmm. Like, was that vacation or was that? I wonder if it'll be like, oh, so great poem, great song, great wedding vows. Did you write it or did I AI write it? Mm. I wonder if it'll just become part of our vernacular. Yeah. You're curious who wrote I, it. I predict in the future radio stations, it'll be a slogan. We are AI free, 100% human personalities. Mm. And it'll be a, it'll be like, uh, that's smart. This is really Taylor and hello, really, hello. and really Kevin. No <laughs> one could be this bad. <laughs> Maybe we should start it now. Or will we'll AI be the first? Will AI get that smart that they'll put mistakes in so it'll seem real? Right? Probably. I don't think anybody could come up with some of the mistakes we've done, But I think we done, should though. start the slogans now, and then we'll be the first radio station in the to world right. to claim AI free. I should copyright it before our consultant does. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the show is when we get to catch up with our producer, Griffin. He's got a wife and two littles. They're seven and six, and it's summer vacation in his family, which is creating a new dilemma. Um, he wants our advice and our listeners' advice on when can you ring the doorbell of the other kids to come out and play? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. All right. Yeah. We'll talk about that next. So uh, Griff is in the studio with us. And I'm, I'm so glad you're, you're coming to us and our, our listeners for advice, Griff, because we collectively know everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And you want to know a summer vacation here. Yeah. Uh, something about the kids and knocking on doors. Yeah. They have these friends they play with in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and, uh, they, they play all the time, all day. My kids are kind of early risers. They get up pretty early and they're ready to go. And like they want to go after the breakfast and maybe watch a show. Mm-hmm. They want to go outside and play. Are you talking like 8 a.m., 9 a.m.? What's the uh, time I mean, they're here? waking up about 7, 7.30. They're ready to like get outside 8, 8.30 mm-hmm. and play. That is pretty early. Or the other family of the kids they play with, I don't think they like get going as early as my <laughs> kids do. And my kids will just like, they'll go stand in the driveway and kind of look down the street to see if <laughs> those kids are outside yet. And then they'll come inside and ask me and my wife, like, hey, can we go ring the doorbell? And they're like, oh, why don't you wait a few minutes? Right. Why don't you wait for the sun to come up right. first, kids? Yeah. <laughs> I think we've kind of made the rule about 10 a.m. is when it's okay uh-huh. to yeah. ring. I was just going to say, yet. maybe we should f- apply the leaf blower rule. To mm. ringing the doorbell. Well, that depends like, who you ask on that. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's it, like clockwork on the weekends of Tracy and I go and sit out on our back deck to enjoy a cup of coffee. Leaf blowers like this. It's like they wait for us to go out. And then, oh, wait, they're out. Well, because you're awake. Fire it up, boys. They're, they're awake. Yeah. We can do it. Right, exactly. There we go. 
I so, think if the sun's up, yeah, get the leaf blower out, get the kids out. <laughs> so you're, you're saying 10 a.m. is the rule you guys have? That's what we've done, yeah. Personally, I would never go ring the doorbell. I, I would, that fear of rejection. <laughs> and I think Aww. I project that on my kids. I'm like, guys, why don't you just go like play in the cul-de-sac and they'll see you. And if they want to come out, they'll come out. Yeah. But they're like, no, let's ring the doorbell. I'm like, okay, let's, let's at least wait till 10 then. So I, I'm saying Sarah's come up with a good rule. Uh, Sarah came up with that, or you did? Ten a.m. Oh, Sarah, totally. Sarah did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's that's, yeah. a, that's, a good that's one. fair. I think that's a good rule. Ten, ten, maybe ten, ten, ten on uh, ten on weekdays and uh, eleven on weekends. Or oh something. wow! Yeah. Oh, or man, should it be earlier on weekends? No, no, later. No, on earlier on. I think nine on weekdays. You're saying nine oh, on weekdays? Man. Do the parents go off to work, or do they work from home? I, the mom is always home. Okay, yeah. no, I think nine yeah. is yeah. late enough. No, let mom sleep a little bit. If she, if she, God bless her, if she can keep the kids in bed yeah, <laughs> past 9 a.m., she's figured something out that the rest of us want to know. So it's one thing to be an animal lover. It's another thing for people who take it to the next level. And my neighbor absolutely has. I cannot wait to tell you the extreme measures she's going to to love animals. I mean, it's one thing to say, yeah, I love animals. I love doggies. I love kitties. I love all of nature. But it's another thing to take it to the level that my next door neighbor has. We ran into each other and Mm -hmm. I don't get to see her as often because our other neighbors on the other side, we share like our driveway, our garages face each other. So like I'm unloading the groceries like, hey, Brian, how's going? Mm -hmm. But they're on the other side. And so I was out planting flowers and my neighbor came by and we were talking and She's she said I had to take my bird feeder down. And I'm like, why? What's going on? She's like, we had trouble with chipmunks and squirrels. It was it was just they were causing damage to our home. It was ridiculous. Hmm. And she said that she had this conversation with her husband where her hubby was like, I'll take care of the squirrels and the chipmunks. And she's like, no, no, I got it. (laughs) And he let's just say apparently he has a BB gun. Hmm. She's like, no. So she got a trap and I think she used peanut butter. Yeah. And she has been sending squirrels and chipmunks on vacation. She gets she traps them. Yeah. She gets them in her car. She drives them over to this public like this park near us. And she opens the cage. And I said, do they ever come after you or anything? She goes, oh, no, they just run off. They're yeah. like, they're terrified. I'm on vacation. Like, hey, 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 In the squirrel mind, they've been abducted by aliens. <laughs> <Right. laughs> They're just happy that the mothership put Let them, them down, down on planet yes. Earth. Right. And her husband has come back again and said, listen, that's a lot of work. Are you sure you don't want me to take care of this? And so she told me, she goes, if you suddenly notice you don't have many squirrels or chipmunks in your yard, you can blame me because I'm sending them on a trip. <laughs> I just love that story so much. That's hilarious. That has taken animal loving to another right. level. Run, be free, <laughs> go. We're talking about people who really, really, really love animals. Your neighbor <laughs> capturing squirrels and taking them into the woods to release them. Yes. Instead of them eating her house, she's sending them on vacation. Or meeting their doom with her husband and his BB gun. Right. Exactly. Uh, my wife has done some extreme stuff, for not for stranger squirrels, but uh, for our own dogs. Back when we had our beloved Rottweiler mix, Rusty. Um, he was still cognitively there. His health was fine. But his hips went out. And he couldn't go up and down the steps to get into our backyard to do his business. So Tracy first attempted to build a ramp on our steps. And a handyman guy who was doing some work at our house saw her. And he was like, I can do that for you. And we had a ramp 
built off of the, it was attached to our house for Rusty to be able to go up and down. That's so sweet. Um, that was pretty extraordinary. She wants to do the same thing now for one of our dogs, Charlie. He's had the muscles. He's kind of like a greyhound, very defined muscles. And the muscles in his back legs have been deteriorating for mm. probably about the last year or so. Poor baby. And he still gets around fine, but we're worried that the day is going to come where it's going to be detrimental and he's not going to be able to get up and down. It's two flights of steps to get down. You know, it's one flight, then another to get down to our yard. So she's already she's preemptively thinking we need a ramp. <laughs> so she's so already sweet. got the design in her head for a ramp for Charlie, our Galgo. That's awesome. Kind of like a greyhound, so he can get up and down the steps.